This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Kara RDH here, and I want to thank Listerine for sponsoring this podcast audio article. Although Listerine Antiseptic is the most extensively tested over-the-counter mouth rinse in the world, with over 30 long-term clinical trials examining its safety and efficacy, there is still some misinformation out there over the uses of mouth rinses containing alcohol. To help understand the safety of alcohol-containing mouth rinses, in case any patients ask you about it, head on over to rdh.tv slash Listerine Safety. That's rdh.tv slash Listerine Safety. The link is also in the description of this audio article. And please note, although a sponsor of this audio article, Listerine and Johnson & Johnson Consumer Inc. had no input into or control over the content being presented in this podcast. Now let's get to the audio article. Getting Down to It, Gingival Recession and Sensitivity by Michelle Pilat Gonzalez, RDH. As a practicing hygienist, how many patients would you say are victims of gingival recession? I can honestly say that at least half of the patients I treat have some degree of recession. Many of them don't even know what recession is. They only understand the sensitivity that they feel as they drink or eat anything cold. Are all these gingival recession cases due only to aggressive toothbrushing? Knowing the causes of gingival recession, which can include oral anatomy, such as malocclusion or misalignment, or lifestyle choices is crucial. Determining the causes can make the difference in educating your patients. Determining the causes will also allow you to discuss effective treatment options, both conservative and invasive, and lifestyle choice changes with your patients. Let's go into some of the causes of recession. Some factors may be controlled through lifestyle choices. However, others could be genetic factors and predispositions. Gingival recession caused by lifestyle choices. Medium or hard bristled toothbrush use. The first lifestyle choice that should come to mind is the type of toothbrush used and brushing technique of the patient. If an adult patient is using a hard bristled toothbrush, using a horizontal scrub method, and they've been doing this since the age of 15, you most likely will see some wear or abrasion and a degree of recession. Educate on changing not only their way of brushing, but also the type of brush that they're using. Home care instructions on proper brushing technique, making sure to include why a certain method of brushing is better over horizontal scrubbing, can also drive the point home. You can also suggest that they use an electric toothbrush. An electric toothbrush can help control the amount of pressure used when brushing and control the speed of the brush, leading to less of a scrubbing motion. Acidic foods and drinks. Ask the patient if they sip on acidic drinks or eat a lot of acidic foods. Pathogenic bacteria favor an acidic environment, giving disease-causing bacteria an environment to thrive, especially if proper home care isn't practiced. This can pose a risk for periodontal disease or exacerbate infection already present. Of course, with periodontitis, loss of attachment is a result, which can lead to a patient's sensitivity. Acidic food and drinks can also cause erosion, which can lead to sensitivity. Enamel begins demineralizing around a pH of 5.5. If a patient already has exposed dentin due to gingival recession, exposed dentin begins demineralizing at only a pH of 6.5. This can not only 
lead to dental decay but sensitivity. According to the ADA, beverages with a pH of less than 4.0 are potentially damaging to the dentition. Considering that Coca-Cola Classic has a pH of 2.37 and Minute Maid Orange Juice has a pH of 3.82, sipping on these drinks can be detrimental to enamel and dentin integrity. Recommendations for patients who consume acidic food and drinks should be to wait 15 to 40 minutes before brushing their teeth to allow saliva to neutralize the mouth. Drinking acidic beverages through a straw can help lessen the amount of acidic liquid bathing the teeth. Instead of sipping acidic beverages or snacking on acidic foods over long periods throughout the day, consuming them in one sitting all at once can help lessen the acidic challenge as well. Proper home care. With periodontitis comes tissue destruction, including gingival recession, which can lead to sensitivity. Enforcing proper home care is an obvious part of dental hygiene treatment. However, giving patients the why behind home care recommendations, instead of just saying brush or clean interdentally regularly, is more likely to lead to a patient having an aha moment. When patients understand the why, they're more likely to become compliant with hygiene recommendations, which leads to better patient outcomes. Based on a patient's understanding level, explain the disease process as it relates to virulent bacteria. Learn what a patient's barriers are in regards to proper home care. Based on this, in your home care recommendations, individualize techniques and the use of home care aids and products based on each patient's personal needs. So, for example, if a patient doesn't care for string floss for whatever reason, give them other options that they're more likely to use. Maybe the recommendation of using interdental brushes or another interproximal cleaner will lead to greater compliance. Gingival recession caused by malocclusion. A patient with severe class 2 or class 3 malocclusion may have gingival recession. Most of this recession can be aggravated by a severe overbite and or underbite. The continuous force from misplaced teeth can cause forceful recession. That can happen very early, sometimes as soon as patients reach their teenage years. Another factor that ties into malocclusion is crowding. Crowded teeth can cause recession but it's mainly seen localized to the area in which the crowding occurs. You can discuss orthodontic treatment with all patients with these complications as a solution. Gingival recession caused by parafunctional occlusal forces. This subject could be an entire article, or even multiple articles in itself. This article will touch on a few points to keep it brief. Parafunctional occlusal forces can cause attachment loss, including gingival recession and bone resorption. Parafunctional occlusal forces are when teeth make contact outside functional activities, such as when chewing food. These parafunctional forces place excessive pressure on teeth and periodontal tissues. Parafunctional occlusal forces include biting fingernails, chewing on the buccal mucosa or lips, and of course bruxism and clenching. For patients with recession caused by occlusal forces of nail biting, behavioral modification is key. When feeling the urge to bite on nails, replacing the habit with something else, like squeezing a stress ball, playing with silly putty, or anything to keep hands away from the mouth can help. Knowing the trigger to biting nails is important, so these triggers can be avoided. Keeping nails short and using bitter-tasting nail polish can aid in gradually breaking the habit as well. Alleviating bruxism and clenching isn't as clear-cut. Occlusal adjustments are one way to aid in proper occlusion. Oral appliances, night guards, can be used by patients to lessen the forces on the periodontium. However, oral appliances are a double-edged sword. 
While they aid in lessening the forces on the periodontium, they're a palliative treatment and don't address the definitive cause of the clenching or bruxism. There are other downfalls to oral appliances as well. Patient compliance can be an issue. Plus, for patients who brux or clench during the day, wearing an appliance isn't aesthetically pleasing to some. Soft, full-coverage appliances may cause worsening bruxism in some patients, so they should only be used short-term. Maxillary full-coverage appliances pose a risk of aggravation of respiratory disturbances. There's also the potential for tooth movement and occlusal changes with those who wear oral appliances. One study, though small, looked at the NTI, an interior coverage appliance, and found tooth movement in 7 out of 10 of the participants using the appliance as compared to using a stabilization splint, one of which reported impaired occlusion at the six-month follow-up of the study. What's the cause of bruxism? One possible trigger for sleep bruxism could be airway-related. An article by Dr. Stephen Lin gives a good overview of upper airway resistance syndrome. Another article regarding screening pediatric patients for sleep-related disorders by Spring Hatfield, RDH, can be found from the link in the article on our website. Regardless of the cause, clinical signs of bruxism and clenching are wear facets, attrition, abfraction, tooth mobility, fractured teeth, scalloped tongue, and tori exostosis. Patients may also report headaches and TMJ pain, other causes of sensitivity. There are other causes of tooth sensitivity not discussed here. Some include cracked teeth or fractured roots, decay, and recurrent decay around restorations. Whitening can also cause sensitivity. If patients struggle with sensitivity due to whitening, a good recommendation is for the patient to use sensitivity toothpaste two to four weeks prior to whitening, treating gingival recession and the sensitivity it may ensue. Along with the treatment options discussed earlier, there are are other options to help alleviate recession-caused sensitivity for our patients. Over-the-counter products, such as sensitivity toothpaste that contains potassium nitrate, can help alleviate discomfort. Stannous fluoride can also help with sensitivity. It's important to educate patients on the need to use sensitivity toothpaste consistently, as a one-time or once-in-a-while use won't alleviate sensitivity. Prescription-strength fluoride toothpaste is another option for controlling sensitivity issues. Tooth creams containing fluoride and hydroxyapatite, or calcium, and phosphate are options as well. Fluoride trays used by the patient at home are another option. Non-invasive, in-office treatments can help relieve sensitivity for our patients. Some of these include fluoride varnish treatment and polishing with a desensitizing paste, such as one containing arginine and calcium carbonate. Using a bonding agent on recessed areas that seals the dentin surface can help provide a barrier to stimuli that cause sensitivity as well. If recession has become more severe and sensitivity is occurring, a more invasive treatment such as a gingival graft may be in order. In either situation, non-invasive or surgical treatment, it's prudent to discuss all options with the patient to make sure they make an informed decision. Gingival recession will no longer take your patients hostage. No longer will they wonder why their sensitivity is continuously getting worse and why their teeth are looking longer or more yellow. You've informed and educated your patients about their options, how to prevent gingival recession and its associated causes. Before you leave, check out the Today's RDH Self-Study CE courses. All courses are peer-reviewed and non-sponsored to focus solely on high-quality education. You can find out more by visiting dentalce.todaysrdh.com. Thank you for listening to the audio article. I want to thank Listerine again for sponsoring this episode and for their recognition of the important role hygienists play in the dental office. I encourage you to check out the Clearing Up Mouth Rinse Misinformation page at rdh.tv slash Listerine Safety. 
It is a great resource to help understand the safety of alcohol-containing mouth rinses if a patient ever brings it up with you. That's rdh.tv slash Listerine safety. The link is also in the description. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.